Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 51 of Bardic Quest, the show where a group of British trained actors tell fantastical improvised stories through the medium of Dungeons and Dragons. A thank you as always to uh, our good friend James Webster, who is the provider of the artwork for our credit sequence and indeed some of the glorious backgrounds that feature in the show. Um, so do check him out, patreon.com forward slash James RPG Art, and I would highly recommend featuring some of his artwork in your games, particularly if you are doing virtual games like us over Zoom and, and other online platforms. So check him out, James, uh, patreon.com forward slash James RPG Art, and uh, show your support for him, and thank you to him for allowing us to use his glorious artwork. So, without further ado, let's get into this week's episode of Bardic Quest. Last time, our heroes stumbled upon the ruins of Coneyberry, Saga's original hometown. Interestingly, Coneyberry was covered in frost and ice, and Thoric and Johan discovered a wounded man, a trader of sorts from the t distant town of Tribor, who had made, who was making his way towards Andalin before being attacked by a white dragon from the skies. After healing his wounds, Sister Gariel discussed perhaps esc her escorting him to Phandalin after they set up camp for the night. So we pick up that same evening. The camp is rested, full of food in their bellies, courtesy of Thoric and his tribal trail sausage and egg bake. And we pick up now at night time. So, who is taking first watch? Before we, before we take watch, mm. can I just say to um, Johan, I want to take out the um, ring of defense and just say to him, I think with how much danger we're going into and the fact that Sergei's still recovering, it'd be stupid if one of us didn't use this. So... Well, then it, it should be you. I, I mean, I appreciate that, but I've got the, the old traditional stuff, my friend. I've, I'm pretty well defended. I will if you're not comfortable, but for the both of us, it's a, it's a tool, as I say. I know, and I appreciate you thinking of me. And I'm 
willing for you to heal me when I'm hurt, but I don't know. This this is I said it's just a little too much for me. Understand. Um, I understand. I've I've never relied on magic ever. I've always relied on my own strength and skill. And if I get hurt, I get hurt and I learn from them, I like to think. But that decision may be out of my hands further down the line. But I'll... But you are right, someone should use it. And that person should be you. Perhaps when... Well, maybe Sergei. Oh, this is going to Sergei at some point. Mm. I tell you that right now. <laughs> Not to be meta. <laughs> the, the boy could use it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, James. <laughs> Wherever you are, but you're getting this ring of defense. Trust me. Wherever you are. <laughs> Wherever you are, James. The boy needs protection. I. <laughs> but um, uh, if I can, uh, and it requires, I assume it requires attunement. It does. Over whatever watch I take, I will attune to it for now. Okay. Very well. So that's going to be an extra plus one to your AC, sir. Excellent. So, um, if you're attuning, then uh, are you taking first watch because you did cook? Sure, I'm happy to, yeah. Are you sure? Uh, You're probably tired from cooking. I mean, I'm up. I'll, uh, I need to be up for the... No, I mean, I'll, ta I'll take what whatever, I'm happy. I'll be up with the dawn anyway to, well, check in with the big lady upstairs. But... Very well, I'll take first watch. Okay. So. Oh no, the bloody sleeping mini game. <laughs> so, Thoric, <sighs> uh, you settle into bed for the night whilst Johan takes first watch. Mm. So, first mm. of all, could I get a constitution saving throw from you, please, Johan? And? Does he get a bonus? Uh, go on, pitch me. Well, with the delicious meal he's just eaten. Well, the the bonus comes in the form of uh, advantage on the rest roll the next morning. Oh, oh okay, that's fair. No, and fine. to be fair, there is a distinct chill in the air since the dragon was here, was there not? Yes. I don't know about you guys, but I cannot sleep when it's too cold because I'm just not comfortable. Well, I'm going to counter that with I can't sleep when it's too hot, so... Moot point, I'm afraid. Um, uh, nice try. The very fact that a dragon has attacked recently can is I, sending... Can I just say that the, the DC on this roll is so ridiculously low? Yeah, you which say I, that. Which I you know you've that. failed many times, but that's yeah. because you've rolled ridiculously low. <laughs> and the dice have reset now because it's a new session. So Do you have, do you have a uh, modifier on your constitution? Plus one. Right. So you don't just don't roll low, and you'll be fine. Uh, cheers. 
Rules to live by. 15. You managed to stay awake for the entirety of your watch. Isn't that nice? Yes. Could you give me a perception check, please? Oh, God, no. <laughs> okay. That would be a 17. You will be delighted to hear, Johan, that you hear or see nothing out of the ordinary during your night's watch. And then your watch comes to an end. And you have the choice to wake up either Sister Garia or, indeed, Thoric. Um, <clears throat> I will... I see Thoric gently zedding away in the corner. Uh... And I think, nah, I'll let him sleep. <laughs> and uh, gently give Sister Gariel a shake on the shoulder. Uh, she wakes up and she uh, she sees you and she says, Is it my watch? Yes. If you see anything, come wake me. Oh, of course. And she, uh, you see her get up and she goes and sits by the campfire, um, just listening and, and watching into the darkness. And you settle down, Johan, for some nice sleep. A few hours pass by, and then Thoric, you are awoken by Sister Gariel. Um, she kind of gives you a, a quiet nod, and then she settles down for the night. Which brings us to your watch, Thoric. So could I please get a constitution saving throw from you, please? I think you might be muted, Isaac. 14. 14. Excellent. So you too managed to stay awake throughout the entirety of your watch. Could I also get a perception check from you, please, sir? Five, five, 16. 16. You will also be pleased to hear that you hear nothing out of the ordinary on this evening's watch. So perhaps for the first time, I think, in the game's history, we've had an uneventful overnight watch. <laughs> with no everybody one slept, staying No awake. one slept a wink. We're all just there with our eyes. <laughs> just anxious as anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that does indeed bring us to the, uh, the dawn, I believe. Nice. Actually, feel well rested for the first time in a while. Hey, how did you sleep? Quite well, strangely. Hmm. I'd almost forgotten what that feels like. Hmm. Yes. Well. Although that being said, talking mm. of how well you've rested. Could I get your rest checks, please? So oh, come on now. That's that is going to be... Well, hang on. So you had fire and bedding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you had good food. Mm-hmm. So could I get a constitution saving throw with advantage from you, please? That's a three. Don't. That's an eight. Thoric? 19. 
He's a constitute boy. Um, Johan. Mm-hmm. That didn't go as well as I was expecting. Just roll. Don't roll low, and everything will be fine. That 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 didn't go as well as I was expecting. Mm. I didn't sleep very well, did I? No. No. No, you didn't. Despite the, right. despite the advantage, <sighs> which I'm afraid to say for the first time, Johan, as a result of camping, you have a level of exhaustion. Oh, it's not the first time. In... Is it not? No, no, no. Uh, after, uh, I remember, I remember when I first met the party and I I almost killed Thoric. I oh. didn't sleep a wink. Oh, yes. Out in the wilderness again, wasn't it? But, it was your first ca first night out in the wilderness because of the storm. Exactly. And I kept a weather eye open and exhausted myself that way. <laughs> well, luckily, the first level of exhaustion isn't terrible. It's just not great. So it's just disadvantage on ability checks specifically. Okay. Until your next rest. Um, until your next rest following a meal. So I better take back everything I just said to Thoric. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> no. How'd you sleep? I feel really good. Oh, I mean, um. Oh, you know why? Really, really badly. Um. <clears throat> right. Me neither. Why is that? I, I, I don't I don't know um something about this forest or something I don't know <sighs> oh well hopefully I'll sleep well later eh <laughs> <laughs> um you do still both get the benefits of a long rest of course great. um but obviously um johan you've got that level of exhaustion that comes with it um also thoric whilst you were on watch did you make any changes to your spell list for the day? Just one. Swapped out augury because we already know what where we're going. Um, mm -hmm. I swapped augury for silence. Um, Ooh. So, mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, benefiting my stealthy friend. Also, um, you know, keeping things quiet. Maybe having secret conversations if need be. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Hand gestures. Good choice. Good choice. Thanks, Derek. Oh, you're most welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, you are as rested as you're going to be. It is now the dawn. Um, the plan is for Sister Gariel to take this merchant um, back to, or rather, to Vandalin, because he's not originally from there. Um, so, what would what are you planning to do for the day? Oh, you know, have a walk, take in the sun, you know. The uh, Coneyberry is right on the border of the forest, by the way. So we're gonna have to go further into the forest to go near our objective. If you were head, if you are still planning to head to Agatha, then yes. Agatha, we need to. There's the information she can give us could be paramount to us really getting back on track. Mm. We need to find Gundren. Do you know, I was thinking that as well. I think our question may have to be, where is Gundren Rockseeker? And it might 
be the linchpin to this whole right. quest. Hopefully, the answer isn't just in the forest. <laughs> I am Gundren Rockseeker. <laughs> I mean, that would make it easier if not problematic. Ah, there you are. Oh, death. Yeah. <laughs> or Thorit. Or Gundren Rockseeker was inside us all along. <laughs> we all have a Gundren inside us. It was the Gundrens we made along the way. Mm. <laughs> um, so, Sister Gariel starts packing up her things um, and helping the merchant gather what he can. Um, and uh, she looks to you both and she says, um, well, I guess a thank you is in order for all of your help for the both of us. Wow. She says, um, if if you do ever reconsider my proposal, then oh, of course, and uh, you know, we'll we'll call you. <laughs> um, segues over to this. We never asked your name. What's your what's your name, friend? Mm -hmm. Uh, Baron, Baron Livingston. Baron, um, Baron, yeah. You never heard of someone called Saga, did you? Saga? I think that's a name I'd remember, but no. I'm afraid not. You'd know. She's a... Uh, she's a badass. And in the off chance, have you seen a dwarf that isn't this dwarf, a red wizard, or a banshee when you were travelling through the forest? Have you? Uh, not specifically the forest, no, but I know many dwarves that aren't this dwarf. I know what I did I mean, there, I started a bit too big. But n not in the forest, no. Any by the name of Gundren Rockseeker? Gundren Rockseeker. No, I'm afraid not, no. Well, it's nice to meet you, Baron. And you too, and, and, and thank you again for... Saving my life, basically. Speaking of, and your hand goes to Sister Gariel and extends her a hand. Thank you for saving my life and Sergei's. I never thought, but without you, we probably wouldn't have made it this far. Um, well, again, th thank you and, um, you know, I, I I thank Lady Luck herself for bringing us together. I think the lady has shone on you recently. Your hands like, mmm, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and she makes us both feel deeply uncomfortable for completely different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, any is there any way we can contact? <laughs> is there any way we can contact the Harpers should we need your aid or you in fact well um, the best place to find me will be at the, the Shrine of Luck in Phandalin there are no other Harper agents 
I am the one assigned to this region, I'm afraid. Mm. And uh, from here is never winter, I fear. Sister Gariel, could we rely on you to send a raven or, you know, general human post <laughs> to never winter to, you know, maybe get a little bit more than just you and us trying to sort this shit show out? I will uh, do human what I post. <laughs> I do prefer elven post, but I, I will do what I can. Sure. Sorry. Whatever works, am I right? <laughs> Indeed. I don't know why that's so funny. Oh. Human post. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Firelight guide you, sister. <clears throat> and you. And she kind of puts an arm around Baron and uh, they head down the road towards west down the road towards Fandlin. And as she heads off we're just waving this God she's really pushy isn't she? She's really pushy. She really loves that harpers doesn't she? Just... Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Come oh. on, let's go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what what has this game devolved into? <laughs> All right. With such bad influences. <laughs> she was so sincere as well. She's just like, do you want to join my nice group of good people? No. <laughs> <laughs> Even like the lawful good, like fucking cleric is just like. I've kind of got my own stuff going on. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I could commit to another group. You know, this is so not the RPG thing to do. Like, you you, you join everything, don't you? Because <laughs> you just sign me up. It's like Freshers Week. It's just like, yeah, sign me up to chess club, drama club. No, um, I don't want to do your fetch quest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it would have been, though, isn't it? Oh, can you do this for me? Find this person. It's like there's always that quest at the bottom of Skyrim. You're like, oh, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on your list. Like, oh. No, I, I don't want to talk to Raventa Sarantino. Because <laughs> I don't like the Dark Brotherhood. <laughs> so, what do you do now after having waved Sister Gariel goodbye? <laughs> What what do you do next? Soldier on, I suppose. Keep a damn weather eye. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Double back, cross out our um, tracks, go into the tree line, take it in turns like scout ahead. Just try and avoid all sources of danger before we get to an undead creature that will either kill us or give us information. <laughs> Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's the two options at this stage. There's the two options. That sounds about right, to be honest. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. Just give me a uh, just give me a moment. Mm, how is this perfectly mundane situation going to kill us? Oh. Birds. What could go wrong? 
what indeed could go wrong? It's Hitchcock birds. <laughs> um. Sorry, just bear with me. All the birds just screeching, nevermore. Nevermore. We encounter the Viet Cong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was thinking, what? <laughs> I was thinking Poe as the, the ravens. But how we no, got on to the Vietnam. No, no, I was just like the idea of like going to the trees, start talking. <laughs> it's Charlie. <laughs> so you venture into the wood to the north, the Neverwinter Wood, as it is known. And you travel for a, a little while and could I get a perception check from you both? Yeah. With disadvantage, because you're now in a forest, which means that the light is not that great here because of the... Thoric has dark vision. Thoric does have dark vision, so you don't do it with disadvantage, Thoric, but I'm afraid... Well, you do it with disadvantage anyway, to be fair, because you're exhausted, Johan, so it doesn't really make a difference. Double disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got 13 and a 9, and 9 plus... Uh, three is twelve. That's pretty good. Mm, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Thoric? I've got a nineteen for perception. A nineteen. Big boy. Okay. So you. As you venture further into the forest, the forest does start to grow darker. As the trail winds deeper into the trees, heavy vines and thick layers of moss drape the branches and the air gets noticeably colder. Even colder than it was in the ruined village. As you round a bend along the trail, you do notice Thoric a screen of warped branches of trees just standing close together woven into a dome-like shelter in the shadows and you can see a low doorway that leads inside What is it? I think we've um, maybe found Agatha. <sighs> well, let's go say hello. Um, and Thoric will light uh, his shield using the light cantrip. Okay. I presume this isn't a good place for torches, so I'm going to go off 
Thoric's light. <laughs> I mean, I, hmm. and we uh, head inside. Hmm. Is it particularly inviting, or does it look like we need to open it in some way? I don't think inviting is the word that I would use. <laughs> um, it but... could be. Thoric <laughs> turns around and just goes, I don't think she's going to give us ginger biscuits, you know? Just. It'd be nice. Oh, it would... It'd be nice. It would be a nice change, wouldn't it? Aye. <sighs> <sighs> I love how done we are. <laughs> 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 Like, what next? <laughs> what can I ask is the manner in which you are entering? Peacefully, hands off weapons. Reverently. Let's... Yeah. Oh. With <laughs> much with much respect. Shield is up. Hammer okay. is away. Are yeah. you would you say you're entering stealthily? No. 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 <laughs> we okay. don't want someone to get spooked by us. Sure. Yeah, we, uh, we. I think we've established on the way there, as we were darting between the trees, that uh, when we arrive, we'll be nice. I will. I, I in particular will try to be nice. Um, and try not to be as confrontational as I usually am. And I'll go against my entire religion's beliefs and go and commune with an undead. Right. Okay. Great. So. It's Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> so you enter into this sort of dome of twisted branches. And you can see within what looks like a home of sorts. It's sparsely furnished with chests and shelves and... Uh, a table and a, a sort of very old almost antique couch of sorts like a almost like a chaise long kind of thing yeah a band chaise long uh, <laughs> a band chaise long <laughs> um, but all of it you can see just from the way that it's decorated it's all very old and all of elven craft. So it's empty? Other than the furniture? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I... Is it an enclosed space? Like, there's no other entrances, exits, that sort of thing? No. Thorak sighs and just says, just stay calm whatever happens just stay calm um and i am going to present the uh jeweled silver comb that sister gariel gave us and kind of hold it out almost kind of just searching around with his eyes to say We seek guidance from Agatha, wisest of her kin. 
the air grows cold and a powerful feeling of dread grips you a cold pale light flickers and this light slowly starts to take form of a female elf her hair and robes waving in a spectral wind you look at her and think that perhaps she might have been beautiful once but a hateful expression twists her features as she looks upon you and that is where we should end this week's episode <laughs> so um. <laughs> Thank you, as always, for tuning in, folks. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review on your podcatcher of choice. And we shall catch you next week.